Welcome to Care Talk, America's home for incisive debate about healthcare business and policy. I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group. And I'm John Driscoll, the CEO of CareCentrics. David, it's summertime. Is it time to kick back without care? There can't be any healthcare issues that are still hanging out as the weather starts to get warm and people start to jump in the pools and start to relax a little bit. John, we may be living on a different planet because where I am, it's the third COVID summer in a row. And I think, you know, things are different this year, but there's enough worrying signs and unknowns. Oh, David, was- David, David, masks are off. Windows are open. Uh, lions are lying down with lambs. COVID? What's COVID? I agree, John. You know, I'll, I'll just have to ask, you know, how this will be a rhetorical question, John, but you know, how many waves of COVID are there now anyway? I understand it's about a sixth, a sixth wave. So John, you know, here, I think you're starting to already give away the answer to the question. I mean, are you ready for a relaxing vacation, you know, or will there still be a pandemic this summer? Well, I, th- I think that the reality is, yes, everybody should be ready and, and prepared to relax in the summer, but COVID's very much still with us. And it's it's still very much a pandemic. It's not endemic. It's still morphing in different forms. Uh, we, uh, the 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 COVID a new I think it's BA four or five is is r- running right through England right now, and we're about the US is about usually about three to four months behind England. So we may be in wave six, but I think you're going to see wave seven hit in the fall. And look, this is still a very highly contagious disease. Seven to twenty percent of people have long-term symptoms. We've got to pay attention, use the tools we've got, and and still be sensible sensible about the fact that it isn't over. No matter what, David, you and your conservative allies think. Well, so John, you know the summers. Summer's the time I like to go and hear some concerts, as do others. And at every end of the spectrum, there's some challenges. So uh, Ringo Starr, who you may remember from uh, your day back when you were a teenager, uh, they had was going on tour, and that's postponed till September because everybody in the band got COVID. And meanwhile, uh, Tanglewood, which is uh, probably a little too refined for your tastes, you know, they have advisories on masks. They've also improved their ventilation. So you're not going to get away from it. But basically, we're being told in terms of the restrictions, you know, you decide on your own. What's necessary? That's that's the new mantra. Well, I, I think socially, look, every pandemic historically has had the pandemic, even the pand- the, the terrible pandemic of 1918, which killed you know 20 million to 40 million people. It's really hard to tell because it was also during the middle of a world war and there were plenty yeah. of other infectious diseases. Uh, the pandemic lasted long after people stopped worrying about it. There were waves after it was supposed to be ended. So the, the, it is a natural human tendency to want to avoid, uh, to avoid adapting to the new abnormal. But, but I, I think it's really dangerous, David. I mean, the reason why, uh, Ringo Starr and people who are as old as you are, are, are canceling, uh, concerts is because COVID remains quite dangerous for people over the age of 75, over the age of 65. Uh, there, there, there is enormous protection against, uh, in, you know, serious hospitalization and death if you're immunized and boosted. But look, one out of every 17 person who has no symptoms today, wandering around uh, in the in the on the, near the red line on the on the on the mass transit near you, yeah, will be will be positive COVID and won't even realize it. That non-symptomatic COVID is still a thing. It's still. Uh, ripping through society and, and long COVID's really a, a problem. So I, I think even though people are, their instinct is to 
drop their guard. I, I think it's 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 crazy that we are. You're probably one of those people who do who who didn't don't think that the airline should be testing people before they do international travel. But I think we are dropping the guard while the enemy is still at the gate. Well, John. You know, I am taking an international uh, trip this week. I'm slated to do it anyway. And, uh, you know, I mean, what are the current travel restrictions anyway? Oh, I, as far as I can tell, there aren't. The, the travel industry says it's gr- a great time to give them money and travel. And look, there it is a great time to travel. And airlines uh, are, are relatively safe. Airports probably a little less so. But the notion that we should be dropping testing requirements and dropping masking environments while the, this this uh, this COVID is on the rise, I mean, just in um, the state of Colorado, um, COVID infections are up fifty percent. Uh, hospitalizations are up forty percent. Um, like a couple of months ago, in my home state of Colorado, uh, COVID was 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 ripping through at about a fifty percent increase in month over month. Hospitalizations were up, deaths were up. I mean, I think we're going to he- see a series of waves, and in that context. Yeah, live your life, but but uh, do the basics like test people coming from abroad and and mask when you're in a in around a lot of people you don't know. Well, John, all I can say is you're such a pessimistic guy and so negative. I'm glad that you're wearing your mask most of the time, so we don't have to hear all the negativity. You know, I, the U.S. I'm, is I'm sitting here <laughs> in my room in a very safe, well ventilated environment. But David, do you, you you're going to just ignore this and fly around without restriction? No, I, I wear a mask when I travel, uh, John, and uh, I note the U.S. is ending the requirements for the negative COVID test for the international arrivals. And I think, you That's know, on the one hand, crazy well, town. It may be, but you know, I think what's going to happen is that that will that in and of itself will probably drive cases up because sick people, you know, who are traveling will infect others on the flight. People are probably being less careful in the past because before, when you were abroad, you figured, hey, I got to pass my test before I go home, so I'm going to be I'm going to be careful. And then there's no mask requirements. So I think. Bringing all those three things together is a little bit, a little bit scary. Now, let's point out that some of these restrictions made let, a lot of. Let's unpack that, David. So yeah. you've got, we've got, we've already established that Omicron grows faster in, in, in other geographies than our own. That in, whatever hits England or in parts of Europe is going to hit us three or four months later. So we know that even if, if even if COVID was dropping like a rock here, it's likely to be rising somewhere else, like South Africa or Portugal. Why so, would you drop testing requirements in that context? It just doesn't make any sense. So the you know the number of people coming in as a proportion of the overall population isn't that high. So only when the differences are very stark. So for example, in uh, in Israel, you know they shut the borders when Omicron started because it gave them a chance to roll out the booster for a lot of people. And then, but they know they know hey it's going to come here anyway. So they they re- reduce those restrictions later on. Even a geographically isolated place like Australia or New Zealand, it could make sense. But you know, while it's dramatic for any given flight, maybe bringing a hundred people in that have COVID, overall it doesn't make that much of a difference. It's a big pain in the neck. And I want, yeah, John, I want to live my life. I want to see, I want to see the sights. Well, I hope you're vaccinating the kids because at least we now know that we can vaccinate children, and that's a a big change between you know, the, the, the first couple of COVID summers and COVID summer number three. Um, I, I, I hope you're, I hope you're, I hope you're vaccinating your whole family. Well, John, the, uh, you know, the kids, both my uh, kids that I acknowledge and those that I don't, that may be the age that you're talking about, uh, they're now able to get the vaccine. So that, I think that's helpful. But John, you, you talked about these demics before, pandemic, endemic. 
Whatever happened to herd immunity? That's what I always thought we were going to be oh, getting. Oh, good luck with that. I mean, the, 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 I think a lot of, I mean, one of the challenges with this disease is the more we know, the more the way we look at the world changes based on new science and new perspectives. I don't think we're close to a, a level of herd immunity. What we are close to in vaccinated populations is, you know, either active T cell or B cell, if effective immune uh, walls or barriers that won't keep you from breakthrough infections completely, but they do protect you from as far as we as far as the variants we know of uh, against serious illness and death. And 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 David, there's there's even more interesting vaccine technology coming that is the, the, the those that are delivered through uh, nasal mist that look to potentially with correctly designed give us even more of a of a fighting chance to kind of contain and limit the impact of this. Of this, of this, of this terrible virus, but I, but I really want to underscore the fact, and we touched on it before, that long COVID is a real thing, and some of the whether it's brain fog or cardiac problems or potential brain problems or in just basic inflammation, aches and pains, that this is a, this is something to be to be careful about, uh, particularly as new variants are emerging. And I I don't think we should be dropping our guard. But I do think we also, I think we also all have to acknowledge that we're, everybody's going to live their life, but you can live your life with modest modifications. Well, John, uh, and, the, and, 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 and still be safe. Well, John, the, the, John, the good, the good news is, okay, so I don't have to wear my mask. I'm not going to have to be tested when I, when I come back, vaccinations are working. So I like that. So certainly I'm sure what we're doing, John, is making sure that, you know, all the people in the U.S. that wanted to get vaccinated have done so, and I'm sure we're making that possible for all the people in other parts of the oh, world, especially the poor, the poor oh, nations. Oh, I think we have an issue there. I think we have an issue there because the only way they're going to get vaccinations is if we pay for them. And I think that no one, no, the industrialized world, has not shown a willingness to invest in getting the rest of the world vaccinated. Now, look, that's a big task, and it's going to be harder in certain areas than others. But the more people who are vaccinated and boosted, the less hosts this virus has to morph, grow, and change in more dangerous ways. So I, I think that's a big miss. But I mean, it's not just the rest of the world. I mean, Congress has pulled back funds for basic testing uh, and, and, and a, a lot of the areas of testing and, 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 and healthcare access and support that it in, injected into the system to get everybody get everybody uh, uh, vaccinated. So I, I, again, not only have, has the general population backed off of uh, worrying about COVID, it would appear based on the dropping of masks and, and how people are socializing, but the the feds have also kind of dropped the ball. And it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, President Biden actually, I think, did a pretty good job getting the vaccine out, getting people vaccinated and supporting the distribution of therapeutics. You know, he gets uh, he gets in trouble for a lot of things, but he, he kind of that plus the stimulus kind of broke the back of this virus's impact on on the country. So that should mean that the Democrats, uh, you know, pick up uh, increasing majorities in the in the midterms, and Ooh, Biden's on his way for a uh, reelection. Is that right, David? I don't think so. Well, I think first of all that the incumbent party typically loses seats in the midterms, and it looks like the Democrats are going to overachieve on that one. Uh, but I think that's less to do with Biden, although I'm, I'm sure he could, there are some things that you could point out there. M but more the fact that I think people are just sick and tired of being sick and tired of this virus. And I think that there's a, a pandemic fatigue in a sense that the world's a little bit out of control. Inflation doesn't help that. But I, I do feel I do have some sympathy for Joe Biden, who walked into a situation before 
the vaccines were distributed and people were vaccinated. And it's pretty massive to vaccinate a country as large as ours, to get the public health information out there, to get make the therapeutics available, and to make sure businesses didn't collapse when we were in the midst of a, a raging pandemic. I think that President Trump deserves some credit for getting the whole you know, Operation Work Speed started. But I think Biden is not getting any credit. No, I think quite the opposite. I think he's going to think the Democrats are going to be bruised this fall. But I don't think that's really news. All right, John. Well, from inflammation to inflation, we've been talking today about the COVID summer, the third one in a row today on Care Talk. That's it for yet another episode of Care Talk. And I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group. And I'm John Driscoll, the CEO of Care Centrics. If you liked what you heard or you didn't, please subscribe on your favorite service.